to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I'm your host. That's me, Stefano Sanzo. How you doing? Thanks for coming back as always, guys. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently who is a supporter of the podcast because that's what good friends do. He's listened to just about every episode. And uh, he had a bit of a gripe to pick with me as well as a very good point that uh, I'd like to get out in front of uh, because... I kind of agree with him, but he mentioned that I'm a little bit flippant about the way that I approach this podcast, and I then had to Google what flippant meant because I'm dumb. Basically means I am, uh, I talk about it as like a side project. I mentioned that a lot, guys. I, I, I talk about this as a side project, and he believes I'm undermining how passionate I actually am about it, which is a fair point, and I want to clear things up, guys. This is a side project to me only because at this very moment I'm training for a motherfucking marathon. Every single thing in my life is a side project. Work is a side project. Uh, friendships, relationships, all that. It's all a side project. Everything is a side to this because this is taking so goddamn much out of me. I realize that maybe I get a little too wrapped up in some of my goals that I don't pay proper credence to some things. So let me get the record straight. Good enough means a lot to me. I've wanted to start a podcast for years in this format and what I'm doing, and I'm, I'm loving the absolute hell out of it. I love it so much. Even if nobody listened, I would love doing it, but I would rather people did listen, and maybe I should start re regarding it in a fashion that coincides with my passion for it. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try to nip that in the bud and stop re referring to this as a side project while it... It's just a project. I do a lot of things. You know, this this I'll still be recording the podcast while I'm doing my next play, while I'm getting more busy with comedy. You know, I'll I'll, I'll always do it. I'm gonna keep it alive, and that's just what I'm gonna be doing because because I really do believe it and I love doing it. So thank you guys for supporting it. And sorry if I seemed like it wasn't a big deal. This thing's a massive deal to me, dude. I fucking love doing it. That being said, why do I love doing it? Because of the opportunity. I mean, shit. That being said, like. I got to have my friend's band on, everybody. Uh, your guest today, my guest today, our guest. We're sharing this guest because I'm the host and I'm bringing them to you. The Ditch Boys. Well, they go by just Ditch Boys, but I imagine people probably say The Ditch Boys plenty of times when they refer to them. Ditch Boys, a, uh, I'll just say punk without – it's a punk band. I, I can't I – don't, I don't – they probably describe their sound a little bit better during the episode. And we actually do have one of their songs for you at the end of it, so stick around throughout the whole thing. Uh, all of them are friends of mine and I'm loving the music they're putting out. They, ju they just made an EP. I've been to a couple of their shows. Uh, their EP is out everywhere that you listen to music called seven minutes with ditch boys, but we'll talk more about that in the episode. You don't need to hear about it, but we had a real good talk. It was cool having a whole band in the studio. First time I ever tried that probably in the future. I think I would just have a couple representatives of a band cause that's a huge deal. We didn't even have enough mics for them, <laughs> but uh, that being said, I'm going to let you guys get to it, and I really appreciate you guys listening, as always. So, without further ado, this is episode 8 of Good Enough with the Ditch Boys. Thanks for coming by, everybody. I couldn't afford the rights to any songs, so I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good start the podcast now it's good enough and we're live 
How are we doing, everybody? Uh, in studio today, trying something out. First time I've ever had more than one guest. Actually, a whole room of guests, an entire band. This is our first uh, first, first episode of Good Enough with a musical guest, uh, and that is a local band and all friends of mine uh, known as Ditch Boys. How are we doing, Ditch Boys? Wonderful. Ditch Boys. Very good to be here. So, Ditch Boys, uh, so, so we got, who do we have uh, as the front man, the singer? That would be Mike Holler. That's me. That's Mike Holler. And on bass, we have James Dorsey. Right here. Guitar, we have... What's your name? I'm not going to say Marco it. Marco Caro Tenuto. Yeah, I don't want to butcher names. As in, You easily as, could no have problem. said that. I know Marco I, I could have said it, but like it would be such a disgrace to my name, Stefano Sanzo, if I fucked up another <laughs> Italian right. name, right. as my name is constantly messed up. And last but safe. not least, keeping us on fucking beat, slamming, slamming the drums is Eric Mooney. Salutations. Salutations from Mooney. Uh, and yeah, so 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 Ditch Boys, dude, it's been it's been really cool to see how how long have you guys been at this now? Like how long has the has Ditch Boys been an actual thing? That's complicated actually. I know because there was one lineup who <laughs> like that's that's nothing we're talking about today because it's the lineup that we're talking about today who I, I just uh, that we have in studio today who I, I actually just got to see you guys uh, perform a couple of weeks ago and that was a fucking electric performance man. That was Thank awesome. You. I'm it's it's cool like obviously I'm supportive of you guys right from the get go because I'm friends with all of you the guitarist and the bassist you you guys I worked at Big Y with you back in the day <laughs> you and I had the same <laughs> shitty we were we were we worked in the same job together yeah. and then and then uh, Mooney and I go way back all the way to when we were like 12 years old way way back way way back and the then same parish yeah Jesus dude I made my communion with Mooney him and I were in in uh, in classes and everything together one time I shit. So, you know those big laughs you get, like the ones that you're not supposed to ever have, like like the ones where you laugh the hardest in these situations? Like, church laughs are the best laughs. Anyone listening who's, like, Catholic or some sort of faith that involves a church, like, Mooney and I had the hardest fucking laughs while we were trying to get our confirmation. And one time, I shit you not, this kid goes to put his hand in the water to to do the sign of the cross and he gets electrocuted by it. No way. Yes. It's a little static shot. A straight up sign of God like listen, you little bastards <laughs> have been having too much fun trying to make your confirmation. So yeah, no, we go way back and holler. I basically know you as long as I've known Mooney. Uh so yeah, so on top I wanted to be supportive of you guys and I listened to the EP and it's awesome, man. You got that song Shots of Love which is catchy as shit. At the, after the first time I heard that song, it was stuck in my head. I was like, it was the I was singing it the next morning when I woke up. Tell me about everything you guys are doing. Tell me about how that. Like, like I'll start with uh, I don't know. I guess I'll start with the front man, Mike. Like, like, like who's who's writing these songs? Is it a collective thing, or have you guys like is is one person the writer and you guys kind of all get behind? Like, yeah, I like that song. I'll play the shit out of it. Uh, Ditch Boys is actually very interesting because we all kind of come together uh, to write songs. Um, a lot of songs, you know, I, I did write and I come to the band with it and I say, hey, guys, what do you think of this? And then we build on that. But there are songs um, chiefly on our, on our EP where, I mean, you mentioned Shots of Love. Marco wrote that riff and I just wrote the lyrics to it. I wrote the, the, the vocal melody to it right. um, and then my own parts. Um, and then obviously, anytime we write a song, Eric and James are writing their own parts. Everybody's writing their own parts. So it's not like we ever come to the band and say, hey, this is what you're playing or anything like that. So it's a very collaborative process. That's huge. Um, and then even uh, other songs that we have on the EP, um, so No Exit, Eric and I wrote that. Um, 
Eric wrote uh, a, a few verses or a verse. Um, it was a very collaborative process. I remember like kind of coming up with the lyrics. Uh, I had the, the loose melody and, and the chords, but we wrote the song together when right. we sat down and decided to make Ditch Boys. Yeah. Because um, we kind of, um, at the beginning of it, we just sat down and wrote songs because we were saying, hey, you know, we love 77 Punk. We love um, that, that era of music and the energy that came from it. So why don't we kind of try and bring it back a little bit? Um, so we sat down and Eric and I were in a band in high school, um, and we were trying to look for a way to, to bring each other into, um, a musical project together. Right. And this was it. And, uh, we sat down and wrote, you know, no exit. We wrote, uh, hot tongue together. Um, and I think actually those were two of the first songs that I brought to him. And then we kind of expanded on the lyrics with each other. Um, and then, you know, that's kind of our process is that a lot of the times I'll, I'll write riffs or Marco will write riffs and then we'll just build off of each other. Yeah. So when uh, so these songs, is there like any layers of meaning to any of them? Like, are you guys bringing any person like personal experience of yours into it or because they're so collaborative, you're kind of just telling the story of the band itself? Through um, the music. So most of the time <laughs> I'm writing the lyrics. Um, so when I do that, I definitely am trying to um tell a story often i'm trying to tell uh the the audience what i'm feeling um when i'm writing that song so there is uh there's a few layers of meaning to each song um if you wanted to get into that we could all we could always talk about that but um you know in terms of the way we approach the music it, it really is about bringing this energy bringing this live feeling um and and kind of bringing a party uh and, and trying to make everybody have fun dance as laugh. an <clears throat> as an audience member i could both appreciate and confirm that you guys aren't just playing your songs on stage you're <clears throat> there's a clear collaborative personality that's happening on there that's very specifically y'all like like it's 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 something special that's that's going on when when uh you know you're it's not like I'm just seeing somebody hit play on their own album i'm seeing people bring this shit to life and the way that you guys interact um, and, and Mooney, the fact that like, Eric, I, you're singing while playing the drums, which I think is, is just pure insanity. I don't know how you pull that off. I don't know. Both of which are such involved things, such in the moment things like how to, how did you, how do you pull that stuff off? Like, like, are, are do you, do you feel, do you feel it's just like, oh, I'm playing the drums. So I'm beating the shit out of the drums so well right now, if I could just get out anything from my mouth, that's going to sound good. Or do you like actually care about the way that you're singing? No, no, I, de I definitely care about the way that I sing. Um, I usually try and brainstorm a vocal melody first before I go into it um, with the full band. And a lot of times I'll find that my initial idea was a little too complicated to play the drums with. Right. So I'll have to tone it down. Um, mm -hmm. it, it definitely took some getting used to. It is pretty difficult. Yeah, no, I, you're playing... It's the, very involved. You know, because drum, drummers are categorically usually not melodic at all, and then you're basically doing the most melodic thing with your body at the same time as doing the most percussive thing with your body. Uh, I can't multitask at all, so it's just... It blows me away when you do that stuff. But uh, to to move on to, you know, I, I know you, I understand you guys might have listened to an episode or two, so you you, you knew some of these questions were no, coming, we, we didn't prepare. No, I didn't pre <laughs> you prepare. Like any good punk pen band doesn't. <laughs> like, no, yeah, just, yeah, you have to go into here. something completely by accident and on impulse and see what happens. No, but uh, 
so so I guess I could just field this and see who chimes in first. Uh, uh, Dorsey. Yeah. You know, other than music, I feel like music is an obvious one. So I'm not gonna you let any my any of you fuckers <laughs> get away with it. You don't. Mike doesn't get to say singing. Dorsey doesn't get to say bass. Marco yeah, doesn't get to say drums. And Eric does not. Our 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 Eric guitar. doesn't get to say drums. And you don't get to say guitar. Like no. What? So Dorsey, like outside of this, outside of just making music and performing, like what makes you happy? What keeps you rolling out of bed? So I just want to say that we actually, you know, you fucked this up for us because James was supposed to say bass, and then he was supposed to say guitar, and then Eric, drums, and I say singing, and then we all say in in unison, like creepy twins, we say, ditch boys. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's just off the cuff, and I don't know what these guys are saying. Because that wouldn't end into the episode, I mean, neither will this. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dorsey, what is it, man? Um... Let's see. Can I say anything about the band or no? You can say whatever you want. We'll talk about your tattoos. You're fucking covered in them. Like, oh, yeah, obvious, obvi- Like, what What makes – do you roll out of bed and get a tattoo every single day? <laughs> Pretty much. The, just like, by, by the numbers alone, by the sheer volume of ink on your body, I feel like that has to be it. Like, you get, like, you get your coffee in the morning, you go and grab a tattoo, and then you go about your day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I have them on my face now, so it's like – Oh yeah, you do have a yeah. couple of face tats. <laughs> yeah, which I is... call them sideburn tats. I don't really say they're face tattoos, but oh okay, you know, so people face are like, tats. oh no, they're face tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, where are sideburns, James? Uh, I, I guess they're on your face. Moving on, <laughs> <laughs> but like, or, I like to well, say like head, happy. like on your head. You know what I mean? Right. I, I call them, you know, head tattoos. So okay, they're head tattoos. <laughs> All right, but Fair I guess enough. I don't know. I guess you know. I really f- is that look better? forward to is, Yeah. Is, is a head tattoo better than a face tattoo? Yeah, yeah right? I would say like, so. Those aren't any less scary. Have you no. ever seen those dudes who have no hair but tattoos instead? That <laughs> They've just got terrifying. hair tattooed on their face. Both of those are horrible. I don't know which one's worse. Like, if a guy has a skull tattooed on his head, like, I feel like that's better than dudes who get, like, like little hair follicles tattooed. Oh, like, yeah, get no, that I've shit seen done. that. Yeah. <laughs> that is... What? <laughs> <laughs> do we i'm sure and um, you know what i i i'm i'm sure all of us know somebody who who's doing it i don't know i mean like Actually, what you see right now is all tattoo. How? Yeah, How? <laughs> you have long hair. <laughs> These tattoos are getting fucking crazy, man. State of the art. It's insane. State of the art. Ditch boys. Uh, Marco, you, other than wearing sunglasses inside when it's already a dark room, he's flipping me off. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, uh, what gets you out of bed, man? What's, uh, what's, what's action movies. Show? Action movies, serious? 80s action action movies. As soon as you get to 90. That's funny because you. That's all I need. Because you're normally dressed as the first person who gets their ass kicked in an 80s action movie. Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. Just (laughs) punk number four. Exactly. Disposable humans. Just like, hey, come on and get me, Rambo. Like, you and four of your other cronies attack this dude who's just way overpowered. You're just way outmatched. Yeah, I'm the the outcast from Terminator. Exactly. Uh, Eric, Eric, goddamn. I I have a feeling, one thing that you've always fascinated with me, and not that I want to answer for you, but like, on top of your, your musical prowess, a true history buff, not even history buff. Oh, yeah. I know, I know history buffs. You're a history expert. You're better than any Google. Like, Thanks, like, man. Like there isn't a thing. I don't that, know about that. But. I mean, straight up, whatever Google tells me, it won't tell me something more fascinating than you could say about the same subject. And if it's happened, he knows about it. Like, like I, I never understood how this kid was able to just rifle off shit about history. So I don't know if that's 
what would be along the the lines of, uh, of what you were gonna say. But like, yeah, what what is it? What what fuels you? What makes you happy, man? Well, I I love history. I love literature. Definitely, um, something I I've always enjoyed that really brings great joy is uh, kayaking. You know, yeah, I, I love I love kayaking. That's an incredible love, activity. Uh, yeah experiences that bring me closer to nature and closer to society. I love traveling um, and I love learning about the, the history and the culture of the places that I visit. Um, oh, okay. So that's kind of how you, you double down on the things you love. Yeah. You, it's Even a good if way it's to just, combine them. you know, like the history of Connecticut, the history of Shelton. That's I love true. It, you're the kind I of, you, you're the kind of dude. You're maybe the only dude I know who like, if you go on a random hike with, you'll know the entire history of the trail and how it ties into like how America was made. It doesn't even make sense. Like, you know, history about things that nobody else know history about and more, know more about things that people like conventionally know about. So yeah, true, honest to God, history buff, man. Yeah, that's that's exactly the way you operate, man. As far as I could always remember. Are you guys making a fucking mess of this studio? God damn it! Oh, that was me. You have one punk band in here, and they treat the goddamn thing like a show. Mike. <laughs> it's right. No, it's fine, man. Stop apologizing. You're a punk band, dude. I'm trying to set you up for this. I'm uh, not using a coaster. You are a rebel, Jesus Christ, dude. You're gonna ruin this table, man. Mike, same question. Uh, what makes me happy? That's sure. What you want to know? Um, making a mess of the studio. Mm. Um, yeah, you've been doing that a lot. Yes. Uh, you know, I have a lot of fun with that. I love it. had a lot of fun uh, ruining the takes that Eric was doing there with my glass noises. Right. Um, yeah, man. It just sends a shiver up my spine. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it. Yeah, you, you do. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Boogie, wo- you have to follow that up. Boogie, <laughs> woogie, woogie. Anytime um, someone says So, it. I mean, in sincerity, uh, what makes me happy? Uh, spending time with my girlfriend. Spending time with my dog. Oh, she's listening. Yes. Oh man, the yeah. points that just earned. Well, that's one argument you don't have to have tonight. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> good, good um, looks, man. You're smart man. Smart so, man. Y- you know, I I like to pride babe, myself on that. Be sure to mention me on your pod radio. It's a podcast, babe. Yeah, whatever. Just say my say me. Say something about <laughs> wow. me. Give me attention. Uh, listen, I don't even know her, guys. She actually I'm, listens I'm just to doing This a American j- Life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this she's is heard not a podcast that. or two before. I don't even know his girl, by the way. That was just a generic girlfriend impression, which I think I nailed because he's he's texting her right now. Oh, this is all very awkward. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So Babe, you guys... I swear I didn't tell him anything about you. Uh, um, uh, uh, also, yeah, though, just to add on that, um, <laughs> you know, playing music for people. I know you said not to mention music, but right, right. seeing people actually enjoy our music, is, That's it, huge. it gives me, uh, you know, a, a big, big enjoyment out of seeing that. And, um, you know, just seeing people dance, seeing people sing along, mm-hmm. seeing people. I mean, hearing you tell me that you had shots of love stuck in your head. That's a real That thing. just gave me the biggest boner <laughs> you know who said that who said that i was i wasn't gonna say it who said that good enough i wouldn't i wasn't gonna say it but you know stefano's a dirty man <laughs> <laughs> um no man and honestly I, I i know the exact feeling you're talking about it's it's a very common through that's why i'm pretty much on, so far i've only had uh, some form of artist or some form of creative on this show is that's a uh, kind of the through line between all of us like we're not we don't do this for money you know money is cool now and then you get paid for it you know and the ultimate goal is to be able to get paid for it but seeing people enjoy the work you did man like you know uh, I, a lot of people think you know i, I do i do theater which i 
I, you know, I could, I could get ripped on by the lifting community that I'm a part of the comedy community that I'm a part of, or even my friends, you know, but at the end of the day, the end of a performance, when the audience stands up and gives you and the cast a standing ovation, there's nothing that matches that. Like yes. it's, it's the reason why you'll put weeks, months of work into a moment because that kind of gratification money can't buy, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, and I totally get that, man. Like, and Mm -hmm. And you guys are starting to build a bit of like, obviously it starts from friends and family, but I believe you guys are starting to build a bit of a following because I was at a show recently and I could see people are into it in a way that like they're going to be in the next show. They know the lyric. I know your lyrics. They know the lyrics and they come here to see to see the experience to see what you guys are throwing down. And that's that's definitely something special. Like, uh, have you guys had any cool experiences after shows or, or during shows that you could yeah. talk about where like. Dor like yeah Dorsey like anything that like speaks to that other than that moment of people enjoying stuff but like where you like I've had like after a comedy show people come up to me and repeat my punchlines that talk about like a stage boner Mike like that <laughs> like, <laughs> like when so boner. someone starts I like, never like, mentioned the word yeah, boner dude, okay it was, a, it was like the a big feeling of excitement said, that's what I was gonna say I, we could backtrack but I distinctly <laughs> remember you saying the word erection at least five times uh, <laughs> I mean I Dorsey, what? <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Dude, how many? Are you guys pulling sunglasses out Mark, of the walls? Uh, but here, this is. I want. From? I actually want to mention this. This is in solidarity with our man Marco, who got lambasted <laughs> on this very program yeah. just a few moments ago. For rocking his fucking shit, dude. ladies He's and gentlemen, rocking his style out there, here. There's no okay. video. Uh, there's no video feed of this, but I am now the only one in the studio without sunglasses on. <laughs> and I want to mention which, that you look way lamer than I all of us. So okay, stupid. I you know what? I'm I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna do this for you. Oh, Mike gave oh my me sunglasses. Um, he just gave me his sunglasses. Now, and I'm no. cool again. Oh my god, you look like band. a Kennedy. This is awesome. You look like an Italian I, Kennedy. I cannot see shit. How are you guys comfortable with this, man? Well, that's like, why I'm making I a mess like of the I'm studio. I'm kind of freaking out. I'll be honest, but yeah, man. He's afraid of the dark. You're gonna be fine, bro. He, you know, he is afraid of the dark. Back to the question before we started riffing about sunglasses at night. For real, like what, like what were some of those experiences? So. One of them was recently last week at Three Sheets. Um, three Sheets is oh, it's in New Haven. It's a Three bar. Sheets to the Wind, my friend. <laughs> three so, so Three Sheets is a bar in New Haven. Yeah, for it's, people. it's like my favorite, one of my favorite bars over. Cool, there and that's sure. a place you've been. You guys have been gigging at. Yeah, we nice. We, we, and they're um, actually paying us for this ad right now. Really? Uh, thank you, thank you, Rick. Thank you, everybody over at Three Sheets. <laughs> um, yeah, we just had like ten songs, like a ten ten song set, and um, you know, someone just said one more song, and you know, we just ended up playing six more. Pretty much, it was great. That's pretty badass, man. Yeah. And they, to be to clarify, they only asked for one, and we just kept going. We just, kept going, but they did, they we just they didn't want any more, but we kept it going. One more song. What did you guys say? Six? No, honestly, you could, you could get off now. I'm honestly if, pretty tired. Please if, let us go. If the audience is cheering in unison, if it's the choice between one or uh, six or nothing, you could just get off stage. Exactly. I mean, how did they plan that? Were you there? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan. Big fun, um, bit of a groupie. Uh, yeah, but great. yeah, actually, you know, um, th that was really cool. That it wasn't like a, a forced thing or anything. And it six was, songs, like that's that's not that's like what, like an extra half hour yeah, stage time. Yeah, you know, it was a uh, quite an encore. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Did anyone play after you? No, we were we were. In, I mean, who could? Right. No, you. <laughs> it was like fucking one of, follow we that. Were, we were on at eleven thirty. We got yeah. off at like twelve forty-five. That's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. it'd be kind of. Ins I would feel. Uh, I would feel like 
a piece of shit. Not a piece. Of, I would feel real like following a band that like clearly was the favor of the night that people just asked for a six song encore. It's like, and now I'm Johnny in the Red Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part of that, that's not a bad band name though. Not terrible. Johnny in the not Red terrible. Shoes. You guys, you 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 guys could that's you guys like, could uh, take that. You remember Johnny Steel Toe and the Puppy Puppy Kickers? Back in the day, back yeah. in the day. I hate that. What a terrible picture. <laughs> terrible, yeah, no. I mean, you know, but uh, that's 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 what 2010 was, people. That's true. Just actually, it was earlier than that, right? It must have been 2008. Yeah, it must have been. It must. This was pre-Obama. Let's uh, let's acknowledge that, folks. We were in the Bush years. Okay? Oh, okay. And Dakota, Dakota Steakhouse was really popular. <laughs> um, Longhorn was incredibly popular, and I will tell you. That offensive band names ruled, crude and brutish <laughs> times. Yeah, true. Speaking uh, uh, speaking of uh, band names, not offensive band names, but band names in general. Um, I'm really curious as to why you guys. I feel like naturally, I want to say the Ditch Boys, and I'm sure you guys <laughs> have had this conversation. You guys aren't the Ditch Boys; you're just Ditch Boys. Is there a specific reason for that, or is that like? It's funny that you mentioned that because we've actually been fueling the um, the question about whether it's Ditch Boys or. The Ditch Boys. We love right. the speculation, and we love the speculation. And honestly, it's it's up to the audience what they want. Um, if you prefer the Ditch Boys, we're the Ditch Boys. Um, we stylize it online as Ditch Boys. Yes, um, I've noticed that. Yeah, just because you know, um, we don't think that it's a big deal to be Ditch Boys. We don't think it's it deserves the or anything like that. You know, uh, like uh, the Royal Highness or anything like that. It, it's something that anybody could be because it really is just referring to the valley and growing oh. up in the valley. Okay. What we referred to as the ditch, and you know, some people um, make it out. Some people thrive and, in the ditch. And, let's, and and what we are are four boys from the ditch, thriving as best as we can. Right. And and just trying to get our energy out there, our music out there, um, the love of what we do out there. And that is really the essence of being a ditch boy. And anybody who is, you know, a part of what we experienced growing up and uh, feels the music that we are presenting to people could be a ditch boy, a ditch girl. So <laughs> to me, it's it's not about being the ditch boys because th there are many ditch boys out there. There are many ditch girls out it's there. It's about and being we are, a ditch boy. We are just four <laughs> ditch boys here to present our vision. That's phenomenal, man. And speaking of, uh, because not um, while most of uh, many of the listeners of this podcast are from the Shelton area, the Valley area, a lot of them aren't and have no idea what we're talking about. So if we could take one moment to explain to people as born and raised Valley people, what the hell the <laughs> Valley is, because in the rest of the world, the Valley is in California, but mm, yes. located in the in the the armpit of Connecticut in the northeast yes. of America is this place called its full name is the All American Valley, mm -hmm. right? And it refers to a few towns in the area. Uh, so can we name them all by by uh? Can we name them all off yeah. the top of our heads? We know Ansonia, Shelton, Derby, Derby. Um, Nogatok, Nogatok. What's the trap? Is it what falls? Trap Falls. Beacon Falls. Beacon, Beacon Falls. Falls. There it is. Beacon, Beacon Falls. Falls. That's Falls the name is, of it. Not Str a place. Straight out of like an <laughs> a, like an eighties horror movie. Uh, the, the name of that for Beacon Falls. Beacon Falls. And then <laughs> and the Soviets are invading Beacon, Beacon Falls. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> so yeah, and it's just a a collection of towns that are basically in a di they're in a large valley 
The Housatonic uh, River Valley. Yes. The Naugatuck River Valley. Naugatuck the lower River Naugatuck Valley. River Valley. Tell us more Excuse about me. that, Mooney. Just so uh, we know. Here's <laughs> our, our residential history expert, yeah. Eric Mooney. We're going live to Eric Mooney. <laughs> Native peoples have been living here for... Who knows? Six thousand years. Yeah, and they haven't moved. Uh, no, they're gone. They're gone. The native <laughs> peoples are gone. Most of them. Um, but uh, that's. I don't want to make people all sad and get into that. So. Right. Right. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't want this to be mission a sad accomplished, yeah. friend. You did it. You did it, Moon. <laughs> you nailed it. Um. But yeah, Naugatuck River Valley. Yeah. Um. And the point is, we are in a valley. Right. We've got uh, a very specific culture here. Um. That is. Uh. Sorry, Stefan was telling me to. Lean into the mic and, mm-hmm. uh, I was, and enunciate. I was trying to do it without acknowledging it verbally for <laughs> no, you. No, but I, you know what? I, I want Mike to. Mike doesn't get it. social cues at all. Mm. He had to say, but like, he had to describe the whole so, experience. Yeah, because like I want you as the listener to feel what I'm feeling right now and the beer that's going Which into is my discomfort. mouth. Discomfort. Um, extreme <laughs> discomfort, extreme anxiety. Um, that is what I'm feeling right now. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a river valley. There's a particular culture here. Um, Sheldon, there in, is, per- isn't in, there? in particular, is very, very. Um, I'm going to use some Sheldon slang here. Not everybody might understand. Very shot. Yeah. It's very shot. Well, um, we, well, we're the only part of the valley that's part of the valley in Fairfield County, yeah. the most privileged place in the world. So you have. Mm-hmm. A, so we. You we, have a potent combination here. It's like a trailer park that's in Silicon Valley. It's like a trailer <laughs> park. Uh, encrusted in diamonds exactly you know it's, it's it, a it, very weird vibe in this town uh, uh, also know. it's a large city that operates as a small town which doesn't make sense unless you live here but it's true it's it's this massive city with thousands of people you know, in it billions of dollars of corporate money flowing into it yet you wouldn't know that from our yep. downtown section but or um, our roads right, or exactly. our schools but not to or, make this a complaint I mean, about shelton but podcast. i will actually so. <laughs> <laughs> we could always do that so what's going to make the world a better place, Ditch Boys? I <laughs> think that's a perfect segue. And I mean, please don't make it local politics. All right, we'll make it national politics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Comprehensive gun reform. Climate change. Fair, uh, fair uh, in solving it in, in an earnest effort with this country all involved. Ousting Donald Trump. That's what's going to be <laughs> making this country a, a better place. Is what makes this world a better place. Not only that, but we have the the challenge of our world with climate change. Ten years we have, and if we don't solve solve it, then we're fucked. So why aren't we doing something? Dorsey, <laughs> what's going to make the world a better place? Um, more uh, more marijuana. Legalize marijuana. Nice. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if we do, then you have so many nonviolent offenders not making it to jail. That's great. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's so many things I could I could list, but that's just like <laughs> the number one thing that yeah. comes, comes to my head. Nice, man. Legal um, marijuana. I yeah, think le- is, that's what yes. I'm saying all across the Legalize board. Legalize it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if James Dorsey wants to spread marijuana across the world. Oh, I mean, if I could, I maybe. Would. Yes. <laughs> he just—he wants to bomb other countries but with what marijuana. What we will say is, Ditch Boys definitely endorses legalized marijuana. It, okay, and, and more rock and roll. You know, right. there's just definitely. so much crap that's out there, like all this music. You know, I, I could go on about that too, but I won't. Um, just more rock and roll. Just you know. Rock and roll and marijuana, man. Yep. A, ma- a simple question? man. Yep, that's it. <laughs> the that's question all I want. That's a was, answer. <laughs> what's going to make the world a better place, Marco? Pretty much what Mike said. I agree. Make marijuana like legal. That, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone said that. Pretty much what James said, but I said it pretty passionately, smarter. though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you know, passionately. Yeah. <laughs> James said it dumb. I said it like a little dumb, and Mike said it smarter. So pretty much like it's just trickling now. Awesome. I agree with Mike. All right, you're up. All Eric. right, Eric's Mooney. next. Basically, what everyone else said. 
Um, <laughs> but on top of that. Yeah, what's uh, what coming from the mind of Eric Mooney, what's going to make the world a better just, place? You know, uh, I want everyone to slow down and appreciate the arts whenever they get a chance. Fuck It'll yeah, It'll brighten man. up your life. Trust Fuck me. Yeah. You know Which what is I mean? what this podcast is all uh, about for the most part is appreciating yeah, the arts, man. Uh, I definitely resound with that. Very cool. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of appreciating the arts, uh, the boys are uh, t- uh, appreciating the arts in their own way right now. <laughs> We're vaporizing the arts. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, which is, uh, I guess, staying really on brand, considering everybody agreed with all the same answers. But uh, so, Dorsey, you guys yeah. were telling me earlier about uh, a little, a little bit of like a local music festival coming up. Oh, I'm yeah. not even. This could actually be out before after they get re- gets released. But I'd like the audience to know a little bit about it. Know a little bit about the local music scene. So tell us more about. Roldy Fest. Yeah, so Roldy Fest, um, it's funny because I've actually never been to one, and they've had it for like four years, I think. But you're performing at one? But I'm performing at That's this baller one. shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, it's going to be great. I'm so excited for it. Um, but basically, it's just like a big, um, from what I got out of it, it's a big party that um, a friend of our friend um, throws in Bridgeport, and it's it's great. There's like uh, apparently one to 200 people or something that come out. Um, and nice. And what kind of audiences are you are you guys playing to now? Like the at, at your gigs, what, what what kind of not not to like uh, make turn this into a dick measuring contest about how yeah. many people are coming mm-hmm. out to shows, but yeah. so people get an idea of what like your shows look like. Um, like so it's mostly single moms. It's mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's mostly. I gotta um, get out to more shows, man. Yeah, That's it, what I'm looking for. I mean, for. it's Jesus. mostly single moms and their sons. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's no. a drag. <laughs> out. That's a bit of and, drag. Um, it's uh, it's mostly um, that and over sixty men. Right. Um, okay. I, this is we, getting. We really attract a specific demographic. That's a here. very sp- that's that's a very um, specific demographic. So, <laughs> just parents. So no, no, but not our parents. That's what's weird about somebody's it. Somebody's parents. Somebody's parents, maybe, and and they're not parents together. They're not parents, but that older sixty man. Uh, that male is is definitely talking to that single mom, right? Mm-hmm. And we're making that happen. You and guys I think are it's magic. Connections, I think it, you know we have a song called "Ooh La La," <laughs> and um, it really speaks to that generation of sixty-year-old men who are trying to attract younger single, single moms. moms. Yes. Right. That's I. So that's kind of who you write music for, is what you're saying. Yeah. No, no. It's just that, <laughs> exactly. just that song. Just that's that a, song. That's a really specific gen. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, it's mostly twenty-something-year-olds having a good time. I mean, like. Having a good time. But that, a good that's time. the beauty of um, Bitch Boys, in, in my opinion. We could play to literally anybody. I feel. You guys you know. do have a very. Uh, how should I say? God. But a, a sound that anybody can enjoy. You know, I, I feel I feel what I really appreciate about your music is like so I come from oh. pop punk, which is like mm-hmm. obviously bitchy and whiny, but like I love bitchy and whiny. And that's not <laughs> for everybody's ears. And yeah. punk at its core definitely wasn't for everyone either. You guys yeah. deliver punk in a very honest and authentic way without it being as edgy and hard to listen to as some of like the early punk bands that would have come out in the era that like you you guys uh pay tribute to it would yeah. you would you say that's right and in, in, in yeah. my and what i'm in my assessment because from what I, it's like it's like it's definitely punk this is pure honest to god punk but it's fun it's something i want to sing along to it gets stuck in my head it's not like harsh none of your music is harsh it's so it's like while i you could headbang to it. You could also just have it on in the ba- background while you're having a beer, you know? And I think, um, so that's probably more our other influences coming in. Um, yeah, you know, more we, about that. We definitely love 
uh, punk music, but it, it's hard as someone who's writing music in 2019 to not just like totally ex- it, uh, appreciate everything that came before from the Beatles to the Stones to Led Zeppelin to Queen and beyond that, you know? So anyway, um, yeah, excited to be here. Glad to be here. So yeah, I mean, I guess we could get a uh, get a uh, get toward the uh, wrapping up questions of all this. So uh, as the uh, shortest podcast as, in good enough history. No, no, man. There's there, trust me. There's been plenty of material in this one. It'll be great. But uh, so uh, as 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 some of you might have heard from uh, from previous episodes, I used to phrase this a different way. Now I changed it up a little bit. But if all of you could go around, maybe all of you go around and say something sp- individual, and then maybe if you could come up with something as a collective as a band. But like Mike. I'll start with you. If you could have uh, speak something into infinity, if you could have a, how should I say, famous last words, something that you could be remembered by, something that kind of sums you up, what would you, what would you put out there, man? Like what, what, what would you, what would, what would you put in stone? Like something for a big audience to remember forever. Um, you know, and I think, uh, I mean, other everybody can say their own piece. But for me, um, I think it's just get involved. Get involved in something that you care about, whether it's local music, whether it's um, a political cause, whether it's art, what whatever. Just get involved, feel something, and and get out there, and and be someone rather than just sitting on the internet critiquing people or uh, being a consumer. Do something. Be involved in in a real activity. Um, and, I, and I'm not some old man who's trying to dissuade you from using the internet or social media. I love all that stuff. That's uh, a tool for me in everything that I do. But what I'm saying is that there is something to be said about real human contact, talking to people, dancing, singing music that has been with us as, as a people, as a race, um, human, the human race rather. Um, for eternity, that we've all felt this fire um, when it comes to music. It's something that, you know, people have said soothes the savage beast or, or makes people feel something uh, new. And I think if you just get out there and you get involved in a cause, if you get involved in the arts, it will make the world a better place to answer your second question there again. Nice. But also just um, I think that's all that we as artists could say to someone is that, uh, you know, please, please come see us. Please come dance with us and enjoy yourselves because that's what we're trying to do. And love it. And that's what I would say. I love it. Yeah, man. The get involved thing is great. I didn't even realize I kind of practiced that with all the ridiculous things I do that are kind of seem unrelated, but there's so many things that I love that I can't just not be a part of that party. So that's yeah. why I end up acting or end up doing comedy, lifting, running all the stuff that I do. And I constantly encouraging people. Anytime someone has even an inkling of trying something out, I'm like, do it. They're like, what do you mean? Do it? I'm just like, yeah, do it. I don't care. If, I don't care whatever time, you know, whatever time you think you don't have, man, like, fucking it's gonna make your life better to add that thing to your life i promise you do it make the time for it that's Definitely. awesome man i love it uh dorsey there's anything that you could say in a similar vein as far as like going out on if you could give you know give people a little bit of advice or you know famous last words something that you could speak into forever yeah i mean just don't be a dick you dude know? <laughs> what better it. what's better it. man you know, like the, honestly it's perfect like obviously you know i, I don't know it's just 
I just feel like everyone's an asshole, you know, in this, like in general. Right. Just, like, you know, I just like that kind of goes back to your question of what would make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, if everybody just, you know, stop being an asshole. Yeah, don't <laughs> to, be a dick everybody. is pretty much the best advice you could give to anyone of all ages. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, ha- I don't know. Just anything. Basically anything Mike said, you know, I, I can yeah. I can go off that for sure. Absolutely, you man. Know? And, uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. That's kind of, uh, that, that's a, that's a big piece of advice you could pretty much always give someone. It's a funny way to say it, but it's also all encompassing. I mean, seriously, man, what, what person can't benefit from being less of a dick, right? And, uh, finally to our drummer, uh, Eric, what's, uh, if, if you could go out, go out on something, you know, something, something to leave everybody at home with. I know you're a man of culture, of taste. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of things that you could come up with, but it could be as long or short as you want. Listen to Mozart. Really? Yeah, I love it. Is that is that that's a real piece of advice? Yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like not enough people um, are told that advice. Okay, and, that's uh, very vague for some people. Give them a piece they should start with. Because um, people need to be directed for something like this. The I'm top sure. Song on Requiem Mass. <laughs> Requiem Mass would be a good one. He wrote it um, very close to death. Jesus Christ, God. Mooney! Didn't you say earlier you didn't want to make this I podcast? I think even sad? like his his <laughs> students may have finished it or something. Oh, okay, that like, makes it. He a may little... have even died while writing it. That's like, at the t- very end. Okay, that's sort of touching, but still, yeah, we're gonna end on on death. No, what we're <laughs> gonna end on is live, laugh, love yourself. Thank you. I'm going to go drink a gallon of bleach. <laughs> I hate you so Listen much. Listen to Mozart while doing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that being said, guys, uh, I'm actually going to attach a cl- uh, their uh, – you guys cool Shots of Love? Yeah. Shots of Love. Yeah, so, so yeah, man, keep listening. We're going to play out to uh, my favorite song so far by these guys, but I'm sure there's going to be more because I'm loving everything they're putting out. Shots of Love by uh the ditch boys off their new ep that's seven seven minutes with ditch boys right that's exactly yes, awesome yes. it's fantastic we, it's available got more coming out soon. it's available everywhere uh that you get that you stream music right spotify yes. yeah. Bandcamp, anywhere uh, apple, app, music. Apple, apple music apple music it's all over the place man speaking of this podcast is also available everywhere as you guys know because you listen to it but yes. uh you could always find me uh do you, do you guys want to give your socials or just your ditch boys socials that's probably the one that matters uh, yeah for you, could, you could find us at at ditch boys uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Ditch Boys. Yeah. Um, you know, anywhere, just search Ditch Boys. Uh, cool. For our Bandcamp, DitchBoys.Bandcamp.com. And uh, otherwise, we're really the only Ditch Boys out there. There are Dutch Boys, <laughs> but um, they're not nearly as cool. And yeah, we, we are not is, Dutch Boys. We're actually starting a personal beef against Dutch Boys right now. <laughs> um, fight us, dude. But good enough first. Okay? So here good we enough go. First. Yeah, thanks for having us. A brand new beef. Awesome. No, you guys have been great. You guys have been great, and that's the narrative we're running with. <laughs> Every one of you was awesome. There were no problems. None whatsoever. None at all. Uh, that being said, uh, that's uh, coming I thought up. that we were editing out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're editing it out, but I'm going to acknowledge what happened. Why I ought to. Why I ought you and your truth. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that being said, everybody, please enjoy Shots of Love by Ditch Boys. And as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Thank you, everybody. We love you. And listen Woo! to rock and roll. It's good enough. Instead of you so high